Hi, and welcome to the Fashion and the Free podcast, the show that pulls back the curtains of the fashion industry to reveal what really goes on behind closed doors, as well as teaching you some tips and tricks of the trade. I'm your host, Emma Golly, a fashion designer, consultant, and founder of Fashion and the Free. In this bite-sized episode, I'm going to be walking you through six important roles in fashion. As many of you listening may be aware, it usually takes a village to make a successful fashion brand. In today's episode, I'm going to be highlighting six key roles necessary to create a fashion collection. The roles I will be explaining today are a trend forecaster, designer, technical designer, buyer and merchandiser. Now the reason I wanted to highlight these roles is because when you're looking to get into the fashion industry, it's not always easy to figure out where you belong and what best aligns with your skills and interests. It's very easy to end up enrolling in a college course or a fashion school, not really having a clear idea of what pathway you should be on. And for those listening who are already in the industry or just have a love of all things fashion, I think you're going to find this episode really interesting as we dive into the behind the scenes goings on inside a fashion brand. The first role I'll be diving into today is a trend forecaster. A trend forecaster is someone who is constantly looking ahead. It is their job to inform the rest of the fashion team as to what will be trending in the following years and beyond. Trends are usually driven by product, people and processes, and it's the trend forecaster's job not only to advise what we'll all be wearing, but to look into customer behaviours and how that influences the market. With the influence of social media, especially TikTok, it's become even harder for trend forecasters to determine which trends will have longevity and big impact versus flash in the pan trends that have gone as fast as they appeared. However, outside of social media, trend forecasters have their eyes on everything from new movie releases to travel destinations and runway shows. They conduct extensive research into consumer and market behaviors, which are known as long-term trend forecasts or macro trends. They also provide an overview of what customers will want to purchase that year, which are known as short-term trend forecasts. This results in information for silhouette, colors, fabrics, textures, materials, prints, graphics, accessories, and footwear. As someone who is interested in getting into trend forecasting, you have several options available to you. Many brands employ their own trend forecasters where you will solely be focused on that brand and the trends that align with them. Your other option is to work for a trend forecasting agency. Trend forecasting agencies are independent and their research is not tailored to one specific brand. Usually they split their research into categories, for example, menswear, womenswear, childrenswear, juniors, accessories, and color. You can usually access their trend analysis online and as a physical book, which is either part of a subscription or a one-off payment. Some well-known trend forecasting agencies include WGSN, Leclerc's, Trend Union, and Fashion Snoops. Another option is to become an independent trend consultant, where you are hired on a freelance basis by brands to work with them on the trends and colours for that season. Typically, a degree in fashion design, marketing, or merchandising is what recruiters usually look for when applying for trend forecasting roles. However, as you will have heard us talking about on the previous episode, there are always ways outside of a college degree to find a way in. Applying for internships is a great way to get your foot in the door, and any trend forecasting and analysis you can do to build up your portfolio will help you to demonstrate your skills in this area and get you noticed.
So let's talk about the role of a designer. A designer essentially creates, whether it's a women's wear, men's wear, children's wear, or accessories designer, their role will be to design and create collections for a fashion brand. Designers often look to trend forecasters and trend agencies for inspiration, as well as doing their own trend research. A designer takes those trends and inspiration and often puts together a mood board and a color palette to summarize the ideas behind the collection they're about to create. It's the designer's job to have the creative vision for each collection, but they also have to make sure it aligns with the DNA of the brand they're designing for and its customer base. The collections are either sketched by hand or on the computer on a variety of different software programs. In recent years, 3D design has also been an additional skill highly desired by fashion brands. They also needed to select the fabrics and trims used by each garment. Print and graphic designers are also integral in the design process and they work together with the apparel and accessories design teams to bring their visions to life. Once the designer is ready to bring their ideas to life, it's often their job to create a tech pack to send to the manufacturer. Now we're not going to dive into tech packs today, but to sum it up, a tech pack is a design blueprint so a manufacturer knows exactly how to construct a garment or accessory and what materials and components are required. Designers are usually involved in the fit of a garment, working closely with a technical designer and a buyer to perfect how it will fit the customer. They are often involved in presentations of the collection to other team members and sometimes called upon to help bring the vision to life in photo shoots. To become a designer, you can either attend a fashion college or university, apply for internships or study at a fashion school, whether it be online or in person. You can also launch your own brand if you have the resources and experience to do so. Now, while a designer creates, a technical designer's job is to execute the style. So if you love being creative, a technical designer might not be for you. If you're very detail-oriented and analytical, then you might have just found your perfect role in fashion. Depending on the brand you work for, a technical designer may also be responsible for creating a tech pack or work together with the designer to make sure the tech pack is perfect. It varies from company to company. Sewing instructions, stitches and packaging information is usually the technical designer's responsibility. They also coordinate with the factory to produce the design and when the sample comes back at multiple stages for fittings and approvals, the technical designer inspects the sample for quality. If you have a favorite go-to brand because you love how their clothes fit, you have the technical designers to thank for that. If this sounds like an ideal role for you, again, you can go to college, university, or take classes, all of which you can specialize in technical design. Knowledge of pattern cutting and construction is essential, and you can of course apply for internships where you can hone your skills at a fashion brand. For a deep dive into the role of a technical designer, check out episode eight of the podcast, where I interviewed a technical designer with many years of experience working for some of the biggest brands in fashion. Moving on to the role of a buyer. In short, a fashion buyer is responsible for selecting and ordering what goes into stores, whether that be brick and mortar stores or online. Their goal is to select the most profitable pieces that the customer is going to love. In order to do this, they need to have a good business sense, extensive knowledge of trends, stay on top of current and past sales, and be in tune with what the customer is looking for. Now, a buyer's role can vary depending on where they work. For example, you can be a buyer for a brand where you'll be working very closely with the designer and merchandiser, selecting pieces from the collection exclusively for that one brand. 
in which case you may also end up influencing the designer at the design stage as to what you need from them to design for the collection. You'll also be bartering with factories to lower their prices so you can get the best cost price and achieve the best margins. Or you could be a buyer for a boutique or a department store where your job is to buy from a variety of brands and stay on top of new emerging trends that align with that store's aesthetic and customer base. Whichever guise the buying role is in, the buyer must have quantitative and analytical skills to be successful. Essentially, they're combining their love of trend with their skills in math. Once the buying process gets going, the buyer writes up the buys, rolls out the budgets and processes orders. Excel and Google Sheets are essential software programs for the role. It is also the buyer's job to build successful relationships with suppliers, develop sales strategies, set retail prices and inspect products. If buying is an area you're interested in, you can begin your career in a variety of ways. Many top retail stores offer training programs or you can begin working on a shop floor and work your way up. You can also go to college and major in fashion merchandising, business, marketing or fashion design. Lastly, I'm going to dive into the role of a merchandiser. Now this role can often be hybrid with the role of a buyer. From my experience working in the industry, I've seen the two roles often separated out as well as combined. Usually they're combined in smaller businesses and separated out in larger corporate companies. So what's the difference, you might ask? The merchandiser's ultimate role is to create a positive store experience for the customer while increasing sales for the business. They decide how the items are displayed in store and online, how the items are distributed across stores for maximum sales and minimal markdowns, and which items are on sale or being promoted. Whereas I mentioned earlier, the buyer is in charge of the product itself, deciding what items actually go into the store or online. When the merchandiser is working out where to allocate different parts of the collection, they assess the areas the stores are in, as well as previous sales. For example, stores based in a city are usually more likely to stock the top level fashion and trend product, as well as the rest of the collection. A small town is more likely to have a smaller offering, which doesn't usually include the most trend-forward product. The merchandiser will also look at previous sales to see what items have sold particularly well in certain regions and how much stock to deliver to each area. Merchandisers also work together with the buyer to determine the price of each item and its profit margins. To excel in this role, you need to have strategic and analytical skills, as you will be analysing sales data and making strategic decisions to maximise profit. A merchandiser also works with visual merchandisers or marketing to conceptualise store displays and promotional campaigns. Knowledge of trends is also really important to help the merchandiser know they're making the right decisions for each season. When the role of a buyer and a merchandiser are combined, the merchandiser is a lot more involved in the collection itself, the designer and the design process. If the role of a merchandiser has piqued your interest, you can begin your career in a very similar way as I mentioned for a buyer. It's also important to mention that larger fashion brands usually have at least one person, if not a team of people in each of the roles I've mentioned today. However, a much smaller brand or a startup is more likely to have a scaled back version of this and potentially only a couple of team members doing every role. Some of these roles also involve travel. Usually a trend forecaster, designer and buyer are expected to travel on inspirational trips to factories and buying meetings. So there you have it, six roles essential to the fashion industry. 
Now you may be thinking, wait, she left out a stylist, a fashion photographer, social media manager and marketing, but don't fret, we will be covering these roles in a future episode. If you are interested in pursuing a career in fashion and need some friendly advice, please feel free to reach out to us on social media. As always, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please don't hesitate to get in touch via social media via the handle at Fashion and the Free on Instagram and TikTok. And you can check out the website fashionandthefree.com for all the latest fashion articles, stories and advice. Don't forget to like and follow the podcast. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave us a five-star rating and review. It helps other fashionistas to find us. Have a great week and I will see you on the next episode.